0: it's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy, the conversation is starting now. Are you being called to open up to your psychic and medium shift gifts? Well, on today's episode, hopefully I will be able to answer that question for you because oh, we have a two parts to this episode. The first part is I'm going to give you a little quiz to see if it's actually in your life purpose To become a psychic medium and then i'm literally going to give you the steps on how to become a psychic medium i'm going to make it to the point and very, very clear i'm going to hold nothing back at all. And, including on the quiz the quiz you are going to answer six questions and you are going to see if a majority of them are yes then it is more than likely in your life purpose to become a psychic medium. Now, not all of us are going to be able to answer yes to all those questions. In fact, I can't even answer yes to all those questions. So don't feel bad either because it is going to show you that you are probably called whether you believe it or not and whether you answer yes to all six questions because here I am living the dream as a psychic medium doing greetings and offering A lot of mentoring as well to people all over the world. And you know what? We are just going to dive right into this episode. So let's get going. So we're going to start with a quiz. Are you meant to become a psychic medium in this lifetime? Keyword, in this lifetime. All right. The very first question that you have to ask yourself and answer like a yes or a no is going to be, have you ever had experiences with like past loved ones? or with some sort of, psychic like connection. So think back on your childhood and maybe in your young adulthood. You know, did you have dreams that came true? Did you have grandma who, after she passed away, came and visited you? Were you ever visited by angels? I have not, I was not at all. And I really don't feel like I have any past experiences. I believe maybe I was blocking them out now since I look at it because I was extremely scared of all of this stuff. I was scared of spiritual stuff and ghosts and everything. I was very, very scared. I guess maybe I could pinpoint a couple of times, but if you have something that is coming up for you right now, like when I ask if you've had experiences, then that's gonna be a yes for you. Even if you're not really sure what it is, you can't figure out what it is probably because there's no reasonable explanation for it. So hearing your name called seeing weird things out of the corner of your eye and you think it was Uncle Tom who passed away. So kind of keep those in the back of your mind. All right. So number two, are you drawn to learning about psychic and mediumship connection? I know I was. This is a big yes to me. I was drawn to it. I really wasn't drawn to learn about it because I felt like it was a gift that only certain people had, but I was drawn to it. I always wanted to get like a tarot card reading done or to see a psychic. And there has been times when me and my husband have went out to an event before I woke up and it's like, Oh my God, there's a tarot card reader here. And I was like, Oh, I really want to, but I was so scared with how he would judge me. And he did judge me because about a year or so after that, I ended up having a tarot card reading and he was so judgmental. My husband was, he was like, you believe in this stuff? And I was like, secretly, it's like, yes, I think I do, but I'm so scared of it. Because I remember that was a scary tarot card reading, even though it ended up with like angel cards at the end. It was nothing scary about it whatsoever. But I was really drawn to it. So, are you, are you drawn to get a reading or healing? Do you find yourself looking on YouTube for all sorts of spiritual stuff, like maybe even astrology or psychic connection? james van prague lisa williams tyler henry monica the medium you know the psychic sisters there's so many of them out there are you drawn to them do you listen to their podcasts? are you subscribed to the youtubes are you literally listening to mine right now <laughs> so that's going to show you if you're drawn to it you're drawn to it because your soul is recognizing something like this is like part of your life purpose is the path you need to go on there's something there so for example I'm not really drawn to beekeeping. I'm I'm really not, or basket weaving. I'm not really drawn to history, to be honest. Like I think that a lot of history museums bore me and that's okay because that's who I am. I'm not drawn to that. Other people are drawn to it because it's their life purpose. A lot of people are not into psychic and mediumship and want nothing to do with it. They think it's hogwash or they don't even care. They're indifferent. They have other things to do with their life than to learn about it. So if you are one that is interested in it, that's a clue and that is number two so number three is have you ever had readings where you've been told that you were psychic a medium very intuitive uh, special sensitive think back have you ever had a reading or someone tell you this so it may not necessarily be in a reading a loved one a friend sometimes they can see things that we can't see and then i was actually told this in a reading at least once yes saying you can do this and I'm like I can are you serious I can't how tell me how but don't worry if you're waiting to figure out how I'm going to tell you but let's move on to number four are there a lot of people passing around you or have you had to deal with death a lot in your life so think back you know did you lose grandma and then grandpa or from a young age did you lose people in your life or if all of a sudden even now in your life you're just seeing everybody pull the ripcord and everybody is transferring to the other side that's how i feel like right now i never really lost anybody when i was growing up you know i never lost anybody that was close to me i didn't lose my grandmother until 2011 and i was like in my 20s and everything else by then and i was already prepared for it so if you have a lot of passings around you, that is showing that you signed a life contract that has to do with that, where people were going to pass a lot in your life, maybe at a young age or maybe just all at one time. I don't understand why you signed up for that. I don't know why you did. I don't know why I did some of the things. I cannot wait to go the other side and you and I can have a powwow with our spiritual team and be like, WTF did I sign up for? Because that SHIT was ridiculous, okay? So um, yeah, if there's a lot of passings around you, because that's gonna show that it's part of your soul contract, okay? Because it is happening to you, it's happening to you for a reason. Okay, so next is going to be number five, is have you had a lot of experience with people passing as in the actual act? Okay, so have you been around people who have lost their lives, or even animals too, this counts, okay, with you present or very nearby, or you are part of that experience. And so what I mean by here is that I know that there's a lot of people too, that have to have put down their pets, or they were with their past loved one when they passed, or, you know, they found them in bed and when they fell asleep and never woke up and things like that. That is also showing you that that is part of your soul contract and meaning that you also might be guided in this lifetime to open up to your psychic and mediumship gifts. Now, I've really never had experiences um, with passing at all. The only one I wasn't around anytime that any of my past loved ones passed, not my grandmother. I wasn't there. My sister, and my mom were. And when uh, my mom passed, um, she was actually by herself, but I was almost there. And the only time I've actually ever seen a passing, if you want to call it that, is when my friend put her dog down. And it was a really crazy experience because it was obviously very emotional, but that dog's soul, like it took off and just went zoom, like way up, like it got sucked out of its body. It was the craziest thing. And I just got the feeling that this dog was like, hey, I'll be back, but I am just, whoo, I need a break. You know, that dog must've went through a rough life and was like, I could almost like, and thinking back on it, I can almost see the spirit of the dog like going, whew. So it was kind of crazy. So don't worry about your fur babies. They're okay too. They transfer to the other side. But if you have had that experience with a lot of like dogs or pets or cats, it doesn't matter what kind, you know, I connected to reptiles before and someone's pet rat too. That was interesting. But then maybe you are meant to become like a medium that talks to past animals. So kind of keep that in mind. All right, and number six is, um, do mediumship things or psychic things appear to you? And what I mean is through emails, through YouTube channels, through weird things, all of a sudden it's popping up on your screen, even though you didn't ask for this, like you have no idea where it's coming from, like this shouldn't be showing up on your feed is showing up on your feed because Spirit is manipulating it to show up on your feed because they're trying to give you hints and signs that this is the way that you need to go. Does that make sense to you? So you, you have tons of people in your life right now that are probably not into this at all. And guess what? They are not seeing any of the ads or videos that you're seeing. Does that make sense? All right, so kind of keep that in the back of your mind, and then tally up. How many of these do you have yeses for? So have you ever had experiences, yes or no? Have Were you drawn to psychic and mediumship? Have you had readings where you have been told that you're a psychic medium? Number, what is that, four? Is there a lot of passings around you? And number five, have you had experiences with passings? And Number six does mediumship stuff appear to you. So I could say No to at least one maybe two so I'm four out of six. So that's still in the majority So majority rules Alright, so think about it that way even if you only got two, you know Hey, that is still showing you that there are those signs and maybe if you opened up to it a little bit more then you would have even more signs that this is something that is on your soul contract or at least on your spiritual path that you need to do. So now, since we got the quiz out of the way, you got a little bit of insight there, then I want to tell you how to become a psychic medium. Okay, so this is before we get into the number one thing is basically you become a psychic medium by choosing to be a psychic medium. There are so many incredible people out there that do not do anything with their gifts and they suppress them. And I'll be honest with you, if you suppress your gifts, you're probably gonna make yourself sick. All right, that's a big part of you. And there's probably people who are way more talented than I that have suppressed them and chose not to be a psychic medium. And guess what, that's their prerogative. That is something that they're able to do. We have free will. So you can go ahead and be open and be open to your gifts or not. So you choose. I love the saying, and I believe it comes from the Course in Miracles, which it says, many will get the call, but few will answer. And spirit is truly needing us to wake up and to spread a lot of our knowledge and to help bridge the gap between the earth, (laughs) earthly life, and the other side. Because it's very, very difficult when you lose somebody. And death is very scary in our society. It shouldn't be that way. But that is one of the reasons why that we're here and why psychic and mediums are here is to try and let other people know, hey, it's okay. You know, you didn't come down here to worry and worry about death and worry about the people who are passing away. Don't worry. They're cool. You're still in school. You know, they have already graduated. And so we're here to like send that information. It's almost like God's army coming down and being like, Hey, you guys got it wrong. You didn't come down here to worry about that. You came down here to enjoy and have fun and to have different kinds of experiences in this crazy freaking planet. You weren't supposed to just be so obsessed and scared about going back home. You know, I don't think that, you know, God ever expected that. Well, obviously, you know, maybe he did and was like, "Mm, okay, we need to call in some reinforcements here. They kind of went off the rails and is like really scared of, stuff like passing away okay so i just hope that you can understand this but we're going to go right on to number one some of these you might have heard before i hope i put a different twist on it so you can hear it a different way and maybe it will click feel a little bit better and if you are already well on your way to your psychic and mediumship skills then this might be able to be something that you can help out other people in your life to open up to their skills right all right so number one Is you just have to know and to trust that you already are a psychic medium? Everyone has the ability to be a psychic medium. It is something that we're innately born with every single person on the face of this planet And now psychic is where you connect a person's aura. you connect to something of this world Okay, you talk about their life these things. That's how you connect you connect to the person the person's energy With mediumship, you're actually connecting to the other side. So it's something outside of yourself. So you might use like spirit guides that help you connect and things like that. And then the past love one comes through and that is going to be known as mediumship. So that is the difference. A lot of other readers, psychics and mediums and stuff like that, they're like, well, everybody can be psychic but not everybody can be a medium. I don't know why they say that. Everybody can be a medium. They can, it's just harder. It's harder to be a medium because you have to raise your vibration up enough to talk to them and to be able to understand them. We live on a very dense planet, so that means we're operating on a much lower frequency and they're on a much higher frequency. So just as you're trying to turn the knobs on a radio station to kind of hear it a little bit, that's what you're doing in mediumship. And it can be tricky and it takes a lot of confidence too. And it takes a lot of practice and we'll get to that. But that is the first thing is going to be knowing that you already are. You have to trust that. Don't think that you're different than anybody else. It's same thing like with any kind of skill. So artists and riding bikes, acrobats, gymnastics, any kind of sports, any anything at all. Some people are just more naturally born with it than other people. I wasn't born with it. I was not. I swear to God on my life. I never thought that I'd be a psychic medium ever in my life. And I learned how to do it. I was like, oh, this is how it works. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you how it works. And that is what I did. And I chose to become a psychic medium. And I love it too. And so just one more thing, just in case we don't get there, is when you are practicing psychic and mediumship, you are going to get... A little bit down on yourself sometimes because maybe you're not perfect and maybe you get something wrong or you connected to the la- the, the wrong past loved one or you said something wrong. Just know you're human, hon. You are human, okay? If this wasn't an exact science, people would never ever doubt any psychic and medium again. It's not. You're connecting to the other side. You're connecting to another dimension, okay? Talk about translating. You know, it's like, it's hard enough to translate English into Spanish and French into German and all the other stuff. Now, here we are trying to translate our thoughts, our impressions, however they talk to us, you know, from the other side, from another freaking world, okay? Be easy on yourself, hun. It's about them. It's about keeping your heart in the right spot and knowing that you are being guided to wake up and to open up to your abilities because somebody out there needs you and you are the perfect person to bring the messages to them. Not me, not any other person. It's gonna be you, and we'll get into it, but it doesn't have to be a professional level either. It can be personal as well, so within your family. All right, so that is the first thing. That is number one. That is how you become a psychic medium. Number two is going to be, you just have to know how it works. I'm literally gonna tell you right now how it works. (laughs) It's so easy. It is you set the intention to connect and guess what? You're connected. I know it sounds crazy, but that's exactly what it is. I had no idea it worked this way. So you set the intention to connect to somebody on the other side or connect to somebody in this world right now. You set the intention and then they talk to you through your five senses, which is, you know, see, hear, feel, taste, those kinds of things. There's um, telepathy as well which is more of like a clear cognizance, if you will. Claircognizance cognizance is clear knowing. And so they talk to you through those ways. So after you set the intention to connect, then what you're going to do is you're going to pay attention to all of your senses. You know, what did you just hear? What did you just think? What did you just feel? And that's what you do. Isn't that nuts? That is literally how it works. I always teach everybody that before you set the intention, that you are going to ask all energies to step outside of your space. You're gonna do a body scan so you know what it feels like to be you. And then you're going to go ahead and set that intention. That intention can be something along the lines of, you know, I only allow 100% love and light to connect to and help me to connect to my mom, my Aunt Judy, you know, Uncle Fred. You know, if I'm talking about the other side or to I only allow 100% love and light to help me connect to Judith, okay? And then once you connect to Judith, just keep going with whatever you get. All right. Some things are going to be symbolic and some things are going to be literal. It might take a little bit of time for it to become really clear to you and to get information very quickly, you know, information comes through me very quickly, but I also have a very quick mind and inside of my mind, I'm asking them questions too. So sometimes I ask the questions out loud. Sometimes I ask them inside of my mind. And that is literally how it works. Isn't that insane? So, when you are watching those psychic medium shows like long island medium then i want you to look at what she does and how she practices her stuff you will see her say oh i got a taste of pennies in my mouth did they pass from like a stroke or something that's her symbol and they're like yes they did so you can pay attention to that so after you connect maybe you taste pennies or maybe you taste mint. So another psychic medium that I follow, she uses mint as a symbol for um, Christmas. So, and it was really funny, I did a reading once and I was like, wow, she keeps on bringing up Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. I believe it was this man's grandmother. And she was like, he was like, yeah, that's really funny. I, I know that she'd be bringing up Christmas, you know? And I was like, yeah, she probably loved Christmas. And he was like, yeah, but she was also born on Christmas. So I thought that was really, really neat. So you just never know why you're gonna get things. Now at first it's gonna come across a little bit more softer maybe and it'll get stronger if you ask, and it will also get stronger with practice as well. So that brings me to step number three on how to become a psychic medium, and that's gonna be practice, practice, practice. Practice makes perfect, right? You have a new skill. You ain't gonna be able to make touchdowns without getting on the field. You're not gonna be able to make basketball goals or whatever, hockey goals. You're not gonna be able to do a cartwheel if you don't practice. And so just like anything else in a new skill, you're gonna to have to practice. And so some really great ways to practice your skills are gonna be photo readings. So I used to have somebody text me a photo like every day and then I would read the photo. And I also de- joined a development circle. And so you can find development circles near you somewhere. They're usually called spirit circles or psychic development circles. And you can go ahead and go into those. I also started off by doing those. I graduated from the pictures if you will and i started doing my development circle i sat in an a circle every single week for i don't even know a year year and a half or something like that something crazy like that love development circles so in a development circle what you're going to do and some people call them seances which i really don't agree with because it's not a freaking seance okay like i feel like people don't understand some terminology so but anyways a development circle is going to be where you all try to connect to a past loved one. Usually it's going to be a past loved one of somebody that's sitting in the circle. A lot of times the circles meet every single week at the exact same time, same time and date spirit knows that you are there. It's almost like making an appointment in advance. Love it. And then a lot of times you sit in the power, you do the meditation, and then you try to connect psychically or also with mediumship. Now, If you're looking for a place and you are maybe, you know, there's nothing around where you are, going ahead and learning about this stuff online is 100% still just as effective. Honestly, sometimes I feel a little bit more effective. And there's some reasons behind that. So first off, when you are learning about this stuff online, it proves to you that energy knows no distance, okay? Like it shows you that you can connect to somebody even if they are halfway around the freaking world, okay? They don't have to be sitting right next to you for you to connect to them. They can be anywhere you have that ability. And the second reason too is because a lot of people who do just like in-person stuff, uh, when it comes to spiritual connection, like psychic and mediumship, they they think that they are connecting to a person's, you know, like energy because they're there. They're like, oh, well, I was there with them. And they just think that the vibe that the person gives off is something that everybody notices. Believe me, not everybody notices. And what I mean is like when you first meet somebody, and you're like, ooh, they got bad juju. Like, I don't like their vibe or whatever. I don't like the feeling I get when I'm around them. And so a lot of people, when they do that in person, they think that that is normal. They think like, oh, okay, like that's just normal because that person has a bad vibe. Everybody can feel it. No, not everybody can feel it, okay? You can feel it because you're probably clairsentient, which is clear seeing. clear seeing, sorry, sentient, which is a clear feeling, or you're an empath, okay? So that's why. And so when you feel that stuff, in an online space then all of a sudden you're like oh okay okay i get it i'm still feeling this even though i'm not directly in front of that person and that is true so that's why i love development circles now if you haven't joined the coffee and cards club you got to okay at least look into it because we do two development circles a month okay so we do that every month i change the times though of the development circles because we have a lot of people from all different kinds of time zones and i want to try and accommodate them so sometimes they might be on a weeknight sometimes they're going to be you know in the afternoon on a weekend and it is okay if you join us and if you just Keep your camera off and you're just listening in, that's fine. And if you get a hit, you could go ahead and put it in the chat. We do that all the time. We have a lot of members that have kids crawling all over them, but they know how important it is for them to um, open up to the side of themselves. So definitely check out the Coffee and Cards Club. It's only $27 a month and you get way more than what I just said. Way, way more. Org card 101 course. You get a whole bunch of tons of resources. And we also meet... In addition to those two times a month a separate time where you can ask questions and also get to know no group members and sometimes we even meet even more than that but that is the third step to becoming a psychic medium is going to be practice now i'll be honest with you i really opened up and just soared with my skills like soared like insane okay which Looking back now, I wish that I wouldn't have done that because it can lead to burnout sometimes and everything happened so quickly for me. I wish that I could have enjoyed the moments a little bit more. But how I did it was I found out that I was a psychic medium because the people in the circle told me that I was and that was it. I wasn't getting hits or anything like that. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But once I found out how to do it, literally just told you how to do it, if someone would have told me flat out, Heather, this is how you do it, it would have changed my world. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been sitting in the development circle struggling for freaking months. But that is how it works. And so what ended up happening, though, I did not stop practicing. I practiced for hours and hours a day. That is seriously what I did. I joined Facebook groups and I was doing readings for people in there. And there was one Facebook group that I joined where you had to tag the person, wait for them to respond. And then you would have to do a, like a live reading in the comments. And I really liked that I had to do that because that gave me immediate feedback. Because sometimes what happens when we're just going out and we're doing readings or trying to quote guests um, on pictures and stuff like that, that's like in Facebook groups. The problem is you're not getting an immediate response and you're not having a dialogue with that person. So you could be actually right, but they're not really thinking about it in the right way. So they're saying no. And same thing with email readings. Like when I do email readings, they're very accurate. They're really awesome. But what can happen is I could say one thing thinking I I got it right. But the person says no, because I kind of didn't fully explain it. It's a little bit different when you can have a full dialogue conversation with that person and be like, hey, does this make sense to you? And then they can respond because they're right there and they can say, well, it kind of does. But do you think it could mean blah, blah, blah? And then you're like, yes. You know, that's why I say sometimes things are symbolic and some things are literal. The other day I had a reading and I was like, wow, I was like, they are talking about painting nails, like getting your nails done. I was like, did you just get your nails done now? no actually that was not a good example because then she responded back this is an email reading and then she responded back she was like oh my gosh it's so funny because i was painting my nails thinking about the reading and i was wondering if she was going to show up and it was so funny she was asking that thought if it was going to show up um but while she was painting her nails and it's really funny because then in the reading she did show up and then in the reading she was like hey about painting your nails so that was really cool but Basically, what I'm saying is there could be a miscommunication, okay? You could actually be getting things a little bit more correctly if you have an open dialogue with that person. I did not say open dialogue. I should say live dialogue, okay? So, they can give you that immediate feedback. That's actually really helpful. Okay, so now number four, all right? The step is going to be the last step, and it is keep going. So that is the part, too, that a lot of people get hung up on. People get hung up on the practicing and the keep it going. Um, The how it works part and the practicing, like that is going to be the toughest part is how it works and to practice. Because for each one of us, it's going to come across a little bit differently. And the more that you practice and the more that you learn and those kinds of things, then the easier it's going to be for you to communicate. So let's get on to the keep going part. With the keep going part, there's going to be two parts. This is where some of us are going to separate. Some of us are going to keep going and we're going to become professional psychic mediums. And then the other half of us, if you will, they're just going to keep it for their personal thing, like personal thing that they just love to do. So there's two types. So maybe you think it is going to be personal now. You're going to be led into the professional thing, or maybe you want to do the professional thing, but maybe that's not working out right now and you got to drop down to just doing it for your personal stuff. And what I mean by this is like professionals, like you're going to be doing readings for people that are all over the world, you know, or people here in the U.S., people that are just in your city, your town. And then for personal, it's going to be that you're going to keep your dialogue open between you and your past loved ones, that maybe you're going to be a conduit for your family to be able to connect to the other side, that you are going to be learning about this so that you can be a light for others in your world, like including your friends. Because think about it this way. A lot of past loved ones have actually come through that don't have any relationship to the person that I'm reading. But the person I'm reading is way more open to spiritual connection than the person's actual past loved ones. So think about that. Okay, so how do you keep going on a professional level? And then we'll get to the personal. So, you keep going on a professional level by taking baby steps. You're going to keep on going one step, one step, one step. So, that would be, you know, doing readings like for free, see how you're doing, then doing them for donation based, probably, maybe opening up a Facebook page, going on, maybe creating a website, and then just keep on going forward while at the same time, learning more about your skills, right? Because we're always learning, learning, learning. So, and growing, 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 growing. I've seen so many professional psychic mediums that end up in their ego space. And we don't want that for you. You know, it's like they used to meditate and they used to be awesome and great. And then they just, maybe they got full of themselves or something, they stopped meditating. They stopped seeing the sacred and the most amazingness of it. And they got basically like stuck up (laughs) and we don't want that, okay? Um, And we want you to have the most genuine connection with spirit, the most authentic. And so you go keep on going with a professional level by keep on going with your own classes, your own courses, you know, um, learning still trying out different things with your psychic and your mediumship. Maybe you want to learn about astrology so that you can add that little twist to it. Maybe you want to go ahead and learn a little bit about I always say this human design for some reason, EFT tapping, because anything that you learn is going to give you more information to feed to the spirit world so for example when I do readings I can only tell so much about the body you know like the body and the person I like I only know so many organs but if I knew all of the organs then spirit could use that as a sign. OK, they could use that as a symbol for me and then I could get pains in my pancreas or something. Maybe I could get, you know, um, weird feelings in my gallbladder or my appendix. But I don't know where any of that stuff is. So even if they gave me a weird feeling in my stomach, I'm going to freaking say stomach. I'm probably not going to say gallbladder. But if I knew where it was, then maybe they could use that. They can only bring forward the information that you actually have in your mental Rolodex. So the more information that you get up here, then the more things that they're able to say. So that's why I'm always trying to learn. and it's not always just about spiritual stuff. I learn a lot about nutrition and diet and vitamins and things like that. and then spirit uses that to talk to me. and then I can tell other people about vitamin stuff that they have going on, you know in their body. I'm not a doctor, all that jazz insert the legal thing right here. okay? so that's what you do professionally. and it might not even be like I said just, just to confirm, it doesn't always have to be growing your psychic and mediumship skills, all right, you're going to outgrow those classes, you're going to outgrow those courses, they are no longer going to be for you at one point, I have taken all of them, I've taken, you know, gallery reading classes, small mediumship classes, I've taken mediumship classes by some of the big wigs, some of the smaller wigs, you know, I've taken them all, I've sat in development circles for James Van Prague. It, Lisa Williams, all those. And you're going to come to a place where it's like, okay, now it's time for you to practice. You keep on growing. You keep on learning and then learning about other things that you're interested in. And that will tie into your mediumship. Okay. Now we're going to go on to the personal. So keep going personal. So how in the world can you do this? Like, what do you mean? Okay. So keep going with in the personal aspect is something that I love to do. And I do all of the time. And so what I do is I'm always in constant contact uh, with my mom and with my own past loved ones. So you have to be in contact with your past loved ones. And so how I'm in contact with them is I'm always talking to them throughout the day. I'm kind of acting like, you know, they're still around. They're just invisible. I look forward, like their numbers and their names. I ask them for help constantly. And I mean guys it can help you out so much if you just freaking ask for help and i don't mean like oh my god help me out you know, this big giant thing ask them for a smaller things like for example twice lately this has happened i said I, what was i missing i was missing something and oh i was missing my foam roller and i needed it so bad so i said to my husband on the way home we couldn't find it for like days and days and days maybe even a week or so and so i looked at him and i said hey This is the deal. I am going to ask my mom and spirit to bring us and download into us where my foam roller is by the time that we get home. I am going to say to spirit right now that they are going to show me where my foam roller is and I'm going to find it as soon as I get home. And we said that and then it was only like a minute later. My husband's like, I know where it is. And I'm like, no way. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And so I'm like, why didn't I ask this before? So we went ahead and we got home. And actually, where he thought it was, it wasn't there. But then I was like, wait a second. I have another idea. And I went into, you know, the room and I looked in the thing. And sure enough, it was like underneath the table right there. And I never go in that room. It shouldn't have been underneath the table. I don't remember it going there. And I was like, oh, my God. So that's what i mean by personal talking to them and communicating every day there's a second one but i forgot what it was but the exact same thing happened oh it was with um this thing that i need to use to be able to get into my computer and it was really funny because it threw off my whole entire day and i was at the gym and finally i was like you know what i text my husband and i said hey spirit my mom whoever is around they're going to help us they are going to download into our mind Where that is by the time I get done and I'm home. I said that. And guess what happened? Yes. A couple minutes later, my husband's like, Heather, I found it. I'm like, are you serious? I had been looking for that thing for five five hours where finally i just had to go to the gym to get away because i was like i cannot keep on looking for that so kind of keep that in the back of your mind as well like you talk to them all the time and you ask them and you develop that relationship and i have told this before but i want to tell it again just in case you didn't hear it is that especially when you're talking about personally you know developing your psychic mediumship for personal reasons is a better way to say it just think of it as creating a relationship and you're creating a relationship with your higher power and also your past loved ones. But you have a different relationship with your past loved ones now because they don't have a body. They're not here in the physical realm. You know, their soul is still there. The soul is still around. But it's very difficult to have a relationship with someone that's invisible. I know it's tough, right? Someone's invisible and that you can't hear really well. Okay, got it. Somebody who's living in a different world, you know, in a different dimension. It can be tough. And so just think of it like this. You guys are in a new relationship right now, new friendship, whatever it is. And now you guys have to navigate it together and it's going to be fun and it's going to be crazy. It's like a new relationship. So you maybe right now, you guys are just like, kind of like getting to know each other, how it works and that kind of thing. There's going to be a little bit of pitfalls. But the biggest thing too, is when you're first starting off with us, then making sure that you are trusting what you are getting and that you are trying to tame your thoughts because they talk through thoughts. So that's the reason why everybody's talking about how important meditation is because you got to decrease those thoughts. And then again, I, got, I already said trust. That's going to be the biggest two things and then you're going to get to know each other as you go down this kind of like new relationship that you guys have and you're going to learn how they communicate with you and you communicate with them the biggest thing that I can tell you right now too is to talk back so when you see those numbers when you see their names and stuff like that talk back to them be like what do you want me to know like seriously what do you want me to know like anytime I'm seeing my mom's number or something like like, this is what happens I asked my mom why did you send me that number mom like what do you want you know like what are you calling me for and then uh, then all of a sudden i will see on um on number and that number is related to somebody's birthday and i'm like okay then i'll I'll reach out to them like hey you know why mom's trying to talk to you (laughs) and things like that and i keep my mind open sometimes things come sometimes they don't if they don't i'm still like okay mom i'm waiting for the answer um, and then basically, um, you have to keep in mind too, that it could be other past loved ones that are talking to you too. If you hear me, I'm always talking about my mom, but I've lost like a zillion people in the last few years, it feels like, like Aunt Betty is just like, <laughs> like, sorry, Aunt Betty, like, I don't talk to you anymore. Sorry, Aunt Juju, you know, sorry, Larry, you know, like, who else is like, sorry, Darlene. Oh, sorry, Dave, you know, Oh, sorry, Donnie. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Sharon. Like I'm saying there's all my past loved ones, you know, like, bye. Like, I don't even care about y'all. It's all about my mom, you know, bye grandma. You know, grandma's been gone for a little bit, but still grandma is like, what is it called? What is that word that I'm thinking of that hogwash tough baloney? Whatever grams, you're not giving it to me. But anyways, I know you're screaming it at me. If you're on YouTube, definitely put it in the show notes. What I'm thinking of is like baloney. you know, what I'm talking about like, like, like nothing. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, still loving me and still listening to me, even though I am 100% weird and quirky. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it. Just to recap really quick. How to become a psychic medium. Number one, know that you already are. Trust in that with all of your heart. Okay, no matter what happens. Number two, know how it works. I gave you the exact steps on how it works. Number three is to practice. And number four, to keep going. And to keep going is going to be there on a professional level or on a personal level. And Remember, the personal level is all about the communication and talking back to them. All right. Well, I hope that you had fun and let me know how this works out for you. And definitely check out the Coffee and Cards Club because it'll check all these boxes and we'll be there to help you out on your spiritual path. Until then, I hope to see you on Sunday for Coffee and Cards. And then I'll see you back here for the Divine Forecast on Monday. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.